Hi and welcome to The Crime Pod. I'm Sam. And I'm Caitlin. Thank you all for bearing with me whilst I get my shit together. Um, if you haven't already listened to Caitlin's updates, I would recommend you give them a listen as it's only a few minutes long and there are some interesting updates in there. Um, I'm not just promoting her because she did me a solid and saved the day, but you know, she's great. You but, kind of are. Yeah, I am. However, what I will say is that you can, can't pronounce things just as bad as me because you pronounced like Greenock as like Greenock. And I was like, <laughs> you I weren't here to help me. You weren't <laughs> I here. I didn't know what to do. I was just like, turn it off, get rid. Um, anyway, in this episode, I am going to tell you about the murder of Stephen Donaldson. Before I ask you the usual, Caitlin, have you heard about this one? I just thought I would tell those who don't already know, uh, not that there will be many, that Peter Tobin, the Scottish serial killer, died yesterday, so Saturday the 9th of October, at the Edinburgh Royal Infirmary at the age of 76. So he's in hell now, which is great. <laughs> um, if you'd like to know more about Tobin, though. Yeah, if you're sitting five, here thinking, who is that? Who? Yeah. Well, we are here for you. Episode five uh, can shed some light and also possibly, I don't know, episode four, which is about Bible John, because I'm sure Mm. he may have been him. There's always, you know, was he, wasn't he? Probably was. I would just recommend you all go back for, you know, refreshing memories. Yeah, episode five, then four. Anyways, I'll get to this week's case. Caitlin, have you heard of the murder of Stephen Donaldson? I haven't. I actually, this name is not ringing a bell at all. So, so it might be one of those ones that I know it once you start talking, but the name isn't ringing a bell. Yeah, I, I'm with you there because it's actually very recent. And I will say it's not like not that any of these ones are nice at all. But, you know, if you want to give a warning, it's not like a good, this isn't a good case. It's short, but it's an awful kind of what happened to him. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't really always give, is it disclaimers just because if you're listening to a true crime podcast like a trigger warning yeah that's the word um you know if you're listening to this podcast probably expect it's not going to be great things um anyway Stephen Donaldson was born on the 23rd of July 1990 his parents were Bill and Pamela and he also had siblings He had a successful career in the oil industry in the North Sea and other places around the world He had a passion for cars and motorcycles and he was a bit of an enthusiast, so he owned a few. Uh, That's because, you know, when you're working in the oil industry, you do make good money and he used that because why not? If you're going to get it, spend it. And Stephen was described as a happy man, always smiling. He was popular amongst a large group of friends and had a good sense of humour. And as you'd expect with someone in the industry... He spent long periods of time working offshore and when he was home, he lived with his parents in Arbroath. He also owned three houses, uh, which he rented out during the times he was away. Stephen had an ex-girlfriend, Tasman Glass, whom he arranged to go meeting on the 6th of June 2018. Stephen and Tasman had been involved with one another since late 2017, 
But by June 2018, the relationship had kind of broken down and had become strained. Stephen gifted Tasman a white Volkswagen Sirocco car. However, she had written this off in an accident and received an insurance payout, which Stephen pressured her to give him the money for because, you know, he bought the car. So why shouldn't he have the money for it? Yeah, absolutely fair enough. I was thinking that. There was an age gap between them. Um, Tasman at the time of the meeting was 19 and I think Stephen was possibly 25, 26. Um, It was revealed that Tasman was also in financial difficulty and she had borrowed money from her family and employer. She was behind on rent. And by June, she had also started a sexual relationship with 23-year-old Stephen Dickey. So not Stephen Donaldson. So this is just kind of setting the scene. Now, on the evening of Wednesday, the 6th of June, 2018, Stephen went to the Peter Pan Park in Kirimuir at 10pm to meet up with Tasman just to sort the relationship out, you know, exchange belongings and chat things out and just to see where things are with them and if he can fix it or, you know, if this is definitely over. After arriving at the park, Stephen Donaldson was attacked by Stephen Dickey and another man named Callum Davidson by repeatedly striking him with unknown instruments at the time. Now, I'll go by Stephen as the victim, Stephen Donaldson, and I'll use the other one's surname, Dickie, when talking about each one going forward. Stephen was then taken to the car park at the Lock of Kinordi Nature Reserve, where the attack continued. It was a ferocious, frenzied, unpleasant and unfair attack where he was struck on the head and body with a knife, baseball bat, similar instruments. There was also talk about either like a machete or that there was something really sharp on the bat. You know, this was feral. They then set fire to Stephen and his car. The following morning, around 5am, the RSPB staff found Stephen's mutilated and burnt body underneath his BMW that was set on fire. After the discovery, police appealed for information which could assist them with their inquiries. A week later, on the 15th of June, 20-year-old Tasman Glass, 23-year-old Stephen Dickey and 23-year-old Callum Davidson were arrested on the suspicion of murder. The trial commenced in April 2019 at the Edinburgh High Court with all three pleading not guilty. Opening evidence in the case against the three of them revealed that Stephen had died from sharp force injuries to the neck, according to the post-mortem report. The jury were shown photos of the crime scene, which were were so disturbing that one member of the court even fainted. Now it's said that when Stephen's body was found, like his legs weren't attached. On the day day three of the trial, Tasman's friend Paige, who was 20, said that Tasman had told her that her ex, Stephen, was demanding the money from the written off car, which was amounting to about £3,000 shortly before he was found dead. Now, with Tasman and all her money issues and things, she was saying that, oh, well, I was going to be transferring it to my mum, who was then going to give it to Stephen so that we didn't need to meet up. So she was on the, the, 
defence of, look, well, we weren't meeting up, you know, he didn't show up or we weren't going to be doing this, you know, this is where she was going. Now, Dickie and Callum, they were thugs in my eyes. It's the only way to kind of describe them. There was a few charges that got thrown out at the court from previous trouble they had caused in the last few years. One being putting a cat in a plastic bag, swinging it about and kicking it. No. Yes. So this just kind of sums these people up. They were trouble troublemakers driving about. They harassed folk, annoyed them. And just being those genuinely annoying people that you see going about that I just can't stand. Like, just go and do something else with your life. Sorry. Don't come for me. Now, the trial lasted 22 days. And on the 3rd of May, the jury announced their verdict of both Dickie and Callum being found guilty of murder and Tasman found guilty of culpable homicide. On the 30th of May 2019, Dickie and Callum were sentenced to 23 and 24 years in prison respectively, with Tasman sentenced to 10 years. Judge Lord Pentland at the sentencing said to Dickie and Callum, you cut him down without mercy. I do not accept that you demonstrate genuine insight and empathy. You show callous disregard for Mr Donaldson's family. What I am left with is a clear picture that you are both cold-blooded, violent and unrepentant. He then told Tasman that she was manipulative, devious and advancing your own interests. He said, you returned home where you continued with your normal routine. You show a chilling coolness. So they were put into jail um, and throughout the trial and things, they were still on the whole defence of being, you know, it wasn't us, we didn't do it. And the one thing as well that got me was Tasman even texted the family or posted on Facebook just being like, oh, you know, this is awful news and I love him and blah, blah, blah. You know, she was proper playing it out even though she knew exactly what had happened. Um, Also, there's you know, talk about how St- uh, Stephen Dickey, he was just jealous because they were now having a sexual relationship and all of that as well. Um, so all of it was just completely, there was just no need for this. Now, on the 15th of November 2019, both Callum and Tasman launched appeals against their sentencing, which quite rightly were both rejected. I believe they both still remain in prison. On the same day, though, Dickie was found dead in his prison cell at HMP Perth, where he had hung himself from the bars of the cell window. So he did not, he didn't make it out of his sentence. He took that way out. Now, obviously, there's loads of things um, online about, you know, family interviews and how saying that, you know, they're so distraught and it's just awful. And it is heartbreaking for their family as considering this was just a cold-blooded act of violence. There was no, there was just no need for this whole thing to have happened at all. And I know this is quite a short one. This is me kind of finished the story. But, you know, sometimes we've got to do these short ones as well just to show that these things happen. And um, also Caitlin will be back next week with uh, a full-on episode.